Hey, welcome to the Point Blank. This is John Cacoso sitting to my left. Mike Zapsack. Straight across. Ming Chen, sorry. <laughs> our, ge our guest in studio right here. Kevin Harrigan. And joining us, not from Irvine, California, America's finest city. Instead, from the much closer environs of Bethlehem, PA, we have... Mo Youssef. Mo Youssef. Todd, and may I say please. that Bethlehem, Pennsylvania is one of the finest cities in the Northeast Corridor. Just don't ask the steel workers that don't uh, do not do any steel work there anymore. But but other than that, yes, you're right. Now, uh, uh, Todd Sullivan. Todd Sullivan was uh, was with myself and a frequent point blank guest and uh, and a shared universe alum himself, Chris Ladondo. The three of us uh, were out yeah. last night and... Um, it got pretty rowdy. We're going to be talking about that in a little bit later segment. But the bottom line is, uh, Todd got roughed up, and he's not going to be able to get on the air here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so what was her name? What? <laughs> uh, well, as it turned out, at the end of the night, it was his name. But in any event, um, he he may be tuning in, uh, maybe maybe tuning in in a little bit. But for now, we're going to get started without him. And and we have to start before we get to the topics, Mo. I don't know how you do it. It's it's episode in, it's episode out. Your your prognostication skills are off the charts. Uh, it wasn't last week, it was about three or four weeks ago. You predicted that former point blank guests, Jimmy Palmiotti, uh, and yep. and his wife Amanda Connor, uh, uh, noted uh, um, comic artists, uh, writers, uh, that after a years long hiatus, they were going to be returning triumphantly to DC Comics to the character that they helped catapult into the next stratosphere, Harley Quinn, and yep. uh, and uh, and sure enough. You know, DC announces that, yes, they're back and there's going to be a brand new series. It's going to have her full supporting cast. Poison Ivy's going to be there, the whole crew. And uh, maybe uh, maybe it has to do with the new Harley Quinn movie coming out. So they're trying to capitalize on it from DC's side. But in any event, you predicted that Jimmy and Amanda would be back. My friend, you were right. How did you do it? Oh, uh, you know, uh, as being an insider... You know that Nick's Cosmetics, the uh, company I work for, mm -hmm. has a contract with DC, and so uh, you know we're we're the ones who supply all the makeup uh, for those movies. So I, is that uh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, we we come up, they they come to us. They're like, well, what kind of looks can we do? And and, and uh, yeah, all that makeup you see on screen, that's uh, that's us. So like Harley Quinn, that iconic look, the red, the blue, all that, that's all Nick's makeup from L'Oreal there. Yes, that look obviously it's it's a classic look, but now the makeup, the makeup is now uh, it's us. So we have a foot in the door, if you will, and uh, we we're privy to some of those conversations. Okay, most I of them go over the heads of uh you know most of the marketers there, but for those of us who know Jimmy, you know we were excited to hear the news about him and and, uh, and Amanda. Can I ask you a question? It's it's important to, yeah. to, to for the our viewers. I'm already getting the, your mentions are blowing up right here. Uh, are you laying down like in a recline position, <laughs> sort of like the ladies' man that's played by Tim Meadows? Are, are you Dr. Ian Malcolm from <laughs> yeah. Jurassic Park, played ably by Jeff Goldblum? I was going to point that out, John. <laughs> Go I want because you're you're just looking so relaxed. Your leg is probably in a splint right now, right? And and. I mean, I'm just guessing. Whoa, make yourself comfortable. We love it. By the way, Pat Kawulu is in, and uh, thank you, Pat, for that. Oh, look, Ming, and to follow up on your prediction, Ming has posted a, a link. Uh, it's not from Bleeding Cool, I hope. 
Ming. Uh, oops. Well, no. Okay. No, it's from DC Comics. Oh, come on, you can do. Okay, bleeding, but, no, bleeding from... cool is fine, except for that Ian, whatever the hell is. All right, let's let's get to our breaking <laughs> news, guys. It wasn't a tremendous week for comic book movie news, but there are two little tidbits. Uh, and the first is this. Maybe you guys have seen it come up on your Facebook feed every couple of years. Uh, certainly, uh, those of us of a certain age can remember it. But the Japanese version of the Spider-Man, okay? Have, have you seen oh, it? absolutely. Okay. It's classic. I, 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 I guess every couple of years, somebody posts a video to it on Facebook. It's great. He's got the car. He, he, he you know, he, yes. he changed it. So they announced uh, this week that that version, the Japanese version of Spider-Man, will be in Into the Spider-Verse 2. Very exciting. So, nice. so Ming, I don't know if you could find a clip and, and, and put it up there. So, uh, I so. can. You're talking about Supiderman. Exactly. Exactly. That's ex Absolutely, 100%. It was not, you didn't see that? Oh, you, I didn't see the announcement. A few no, too many which, uh, um, beignets, I think. Uh, yeah, the good no, no, no. Roll. I actually learned about Supiderman from... Um, from the guy who hit Mike in the back of the head. Oh boy, uh, he shall not be named. Yeah, oh. the premise is uh, a Japanese kid wanders into a cave. He finds this bracelet-looking contraption that, when summoned, spits out a Spider-Man suit, and he puts it on, and then yep. he becomes becomes Spider-Man. Yep. And uh, I don't know how many episodes it ran or how long, and apparently this was possibly maybe not licensed in some form or the other and uh, it's become kind of a cult right classic and loosely connected to spider-man and uh it does get name checked in the book version of ready player one so oh pretty uh, cool yes. i might, have, pretty cool I might that, have missed that reference I, there's um, a lot was, of references there coming were, fast and furious in them when okay. uh they had to choose their yeah. robot their avatar, avatar. Yeah. he someone uh chose oh. spider-man and by the way um, he who shall not be named introduced you to that. Yes, Walt Flanagan used to sell those bootlegs at the Secret Stash. Yes, wow. back when we were still doing bootlegs, Can which you, is, you guys <laughs> definitely don't do now. We, know we that don't. Sure. And uh, for anyone out there, the statute of limitations has run out. So <laughs> anybody who's looking to you know come after us, go screw. Oh yes. I right. think I believe that this is piracy. So it that's is, good. But, uh, yeah, I will. Uh, yeah, put it up. Well, That'd be great. This is under the fair well use doctrine. We can put up a few seconds of it, I'm sure. Uh, there is no doctrine <laughs> called fair use doctrine. But <laughs> I, I like your spirit. I, I like where you're going with it. Well, listen, I'm looking right now. I know Pacawool is not going to turn us in. So, um, Oh, you see. think? <laughs> He's going to get that uh, FBI reward money. Yeah, keep talking. Let me see if I can get this up here. So, Kevin, have you ever seen any video clips of this? I've before? seen the clips, okay, uh, but just the clips. I have not seen like a full episode, but it's pretty cool that it's going to be in this, it into is the Spider Verse. Truly did, astounding. Did you, did you see that, the first one, Into the Spider Verse? Absolutely amazing. Uh, I loved it. My son loved it too. Yeah, that's the thing, man. This was a, adults love it, kids yeah. love it. Uh, one of the best movies. Period. Forget comic book movies. I think it was one of the best movies of last year. Absolutely, yeah. all together. And what they were able to do. Think about this concept. They're talking about like dimension hopping alternate versions. Right. It's a tough, weird thing. But like, you know, my wife watch it. My mother-in-law watch it. Oh, here we go. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I I could do this voiceover. No, I couldn't. Is that the night monkey? Okay, no, sorry. <laughs> I sparkle with the flash of anger. Spider-Man. Spider <laughs> 
giving up peace, giving up everything, chasing evil through the skies. That's some, that's some kick-ass animation right there. Oh, look out! Are they fighting like Voltron? Here? I was going to say, is that Voltron? Oh yeah, you you've never known this? I don't, I don't oh my god! This. So you you've only seen like the first thirty seconds of that clip. I guess this is amazing. It no, is no, no. Very Actually, much. the clip that I see all the time, he whips out a machine gun and kills all the uh, bad guys to death. Spider-Man. He kills him to death inside of three <laughs> that's rounds right, that's of right. rock. Well, anyway, How cool is that? It was super cool. And so, you know, we were hoping to see, you know, like the Nick Cage uh, uh, Spider-Man noir come back. You know, obviously mm-hmm. uh, John Mulaney's Spider-Ham come back. We want to see the return of all those characters. But they've said they are opening the vault on this one. And there's going to be like many, many different versions of Spider-Man. That's awesome. That's going to be great. Now, how old is your son you mentioned? He's seven. Okay, so he's probably the perfect age. He's, he's yeah, it was prime the, demographic. Yeah, we we I take him to all the every movie that comes out. You know, for, for kids, most of them I'm kind of like half asleep, and he enjoys it. That was like the perfect movie because I loved it. Yeah, on a different, on a completely different level than he did. Yeah, yeah right, you right. You know, right. which was great. But Nick Cage's character was his favorite. He still really he wanted to go as him for Halloween. We didn't, oh, so we cool. didn't do, but it, it was by far his favorite Spider-Man. Which that's I just found awesome, man. Spectacular, yeah, a spectacular Spider-Man as well. All right, so <laughs> here's the other bit of, uh, as I said, slow, slow news week for for comic book related movies and TV, but kind kind of an obscure connection. So Daniel Cudmore, I don't know if you guys know this name. I know you know Mike. You know okay. X Men Colossus. Okay, great. He played Colossus in the first three X Men movies. The first one, the original X Men from two thousand. It's nothing more than really a, a, a heightened cameo. Mm-hmm. And then in X X two, uh, he got a little bit more to do. In X three, the Last Stand, Brett Ratner's debacle. Uh, uh, he 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 was promoted to the main team, so he he played more. And then they did bring him back for Days of Future Past mm-hmm. as well. Uh, he was ticked off. This this was news a couple of years ago because after. Um, Deadpool, you know, with, with Colossus being in the movie, uh, but a completely CGI related character, and they had a, a Russian actor, I think, uh, um, Stefan Kapachi, exactly providing the voice. Cudmore Kapacic, was was, was obsolete, and he's like, hey. They never even let me audition for the role. I think they had moved on from the role at that point. But anyway, he has just been announced to join the cast of Hulu's uh, upcoming Hellstrom, Son of Satan series. So, so who yeah, you know, you're going to get all your Marvel stuff on Disney Plus, but they are still doing a couple of things on, on some other platforms. Um, and Hulu's so, be like the R-rated. And they were going to do Ghost Rider too, yeah. but but for whatever reason, they pulled it back. Maybe because they want to use them in the movies. Do you have any insight, Mike? Uh, I have no insight other than Hellstrom is, yeah, son of Satan. Yeah. He married Hellcat, yep. who is still on uh, Jessica Jones. Right, so they can't. You can't have that intermingling. Mm. He was a defender for about 27 seconds. Uh, son of Satan, not your typical hero. Right, right. Um, and they're it, saying this is going to be a dark series. And it was, I mean, they brought him back in the, like, the two. 2010s mm-hmm. uh, when Doctor Strange lost his uh, Sorcerer Supreme yep. status and uh, Brother Voodoo became the Sorcerer Supreme and he, he was kind of a 
pardon my French, but kind of a penis. He was a huge jackass. <laughs> well, you know who his dad is, right? So, I mean, yeah, so he's, ex- yeah, he, you know, it, maybe there's that gene in there that, you know, makes us all act like uh, huge bungs. But, you know, let's, I, I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, I gave Runaways a shot. Uh, I haven't seen Cloak and Dagger yet. Well, it's been canceled. canceled. Yeah. <laughs> then because I haven't I haven't watched it. Mike, I, you could have been the one reading to put I, it over the top. Uh, yeah. That's it. Well, I'm sure Bleeding Cool will break that news that I got to cancel tomorrow. <laughs> Mike Zapsing. <laughs> Get that. Everything bad that happens is your fault. Yeah, and I'm uh, uh, I have no class. Well, you know, I, I get I, so I was skeptical about Legion on FX. I don't know if any mm-hmm. of you guys have seen that. Did you see I, that? D- I didn't watch it. It's a little it's, it's a little too weird. It was but I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, and it's like technically inside the X-Men universe, but it may as well be in its own, mm-hmm. you know, freaking planet. But uh, so I'll give this one a shot too. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, well, maybe not necessarily for Daniel Cudmore, but uh, but we'll give it a shot. And uh, oh, why we'll not see. for Daniel Cudmore? All right, we'll oh. do it for Danny. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. I, I got to say Daniel Cudmore gets a mention, but Penguin. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, that, yeah I guess. that's not breaking yeah, when news. I, no. Well, well uh, what I would say is so, so good call there, but that that is still Just in the speculative rest. category, yes. right? I heard so, that Andy Circus was. I heard I heard that as well. Alfred, cast yeah. as Alfred. So so well. Alfred Lord Tennyson. What we're talking about, of course, guys, is uh, is the upcoming uh, the Batman movie with Robert the Pattinson, and uh, and and as Kevin was alluding to. Pretty big name rumored for the Penguin. Who who is that? Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. That's right. And uh, who could forget his turn as Bullseye? Uh, and, I think and, he'll have that on his head as Penguin. <laughs> been trying to forget it, but yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say, it's burned into our brain. Uh, Mo, Mo, did you see that Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck? I sure did. Okay. All right. Well, Colin Farrell. That's where you met uh, Jennifer Garner, right? I think he met her on the set there. Yeah. She was yeah. Electra. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I, what was notable, I think, actually, probably Colin Farrell might have been the best thing about that movie um, because he was uh, working with the director, whomever it was. And and do you know who it was? No. Uh, that's okay. Was, mm, I don't. Uh, it wasn't John Favreau, although no, John Favreau no. played Foggy. Uh, Nelson. That, that is that is true. That he is was true. not a horrible Foggy Nelson. He wasn't. Uh, although John Favreau's talents regarding Marvel characters were put to better use you behind know, the camera, d- directing Iron Man and and right. and you know just absolutely killing it. But but that said, Kingpin uh, in that movie too, right? Uh, yeah, that was Michael, uh, Michael Duncan Michael, Clark. Michael Clark Duncan, uh, late great. But uh, what I was going to say, yeah, with Colin Clark, Farrell when he was working Duncan. with the director, and he said, "Is there any reason?" John I Coffin. can't play this role in my native Irish accent. And they're like, hey, there's nothing about Bullseye that says he can't be Irish. Go for it. And so he uh, he did play him uh, as that Definitely way. went for it. Uh, in um, did You guys, uh, I hope you've seen Daredevil Season 3 on yes. Netflix. Oh, yeah. I, I thought that version of Bullseye, which it's really like kind of that season, among other things, is Bullseye's origin story, right? If there would have been a Season 4, he would have been back as Bullseye. But I thought their take on it, uh, he was just great. I mean, he just he's in an office where he's picking everything up and just throwing mm-hmm. pens. Yeah. And it, it was it was really, really great. I was so – I'll bring it up all the time, man. I, I, I'm so bummed they canceled that show. However, however, the two years. Uh, it's two or three, three no, year, two, no, two year, two year, two years, yeah, like two year look back, is whatever, two, two year look back or whatever you want to call it, uh, is fast approaching, 
And they've already been speculating that they're going to be bringing Charlie Cox back. Yes. Now, speaking of Charlie Cox, and speaking of John Ross, the intern, John Ross, the intern, went to the city today uh, for his AP Lit class to watch a play, and he said, you're not going to believe this. He goes, Tom Hiddleston, Loki, and Charlie Cox, Daredevil, yeah. were both in this play. He goes, this was like the best school day ever. Yeah. Like I got wow. to I got to go to, awesome. go to the city and watch the MCU. But what's funny, I don't know if you saw, on Halloween- They dress as each other. They dress mm-hmm. as each as yeah, Charlie Cox dressed as Loki, and, and Tom Hiddleston dressed as, uh, as Daredevil. Devil, which was pretty cool. So Stu Greenberg has tuned uh, has tuned in. What's up, Stu? Uh, Herb says, "Listen, he loved Cloak and Dagger. He's sad that it's gone." Um, and um, and Peter's saying, "All right, let's get a bullseye electric teen up with Farrell Garner box office gold." I guess he doesn't want to put Affleck there. He's just saying, "Put Daredevil aside." Um, uh, no. <laughs> How about no? <laughs> All right, so a couple of things. We're gonna we're gonna take a second to talk about our guest here and uh, and and what he's doing. That's Kevin. But uh, before we do, Ming, I'm gonna ask if you have the opportunity to yes. maybe we're gonna crack open these beers if yes. we have. Do you uh, need glasses? Yeah, exactly. I got glasses. Thank you, sir. So, so Kevin Harrigan joins us. Kevin and I go way back, along with Muhammad. Um, we opened the uh, the Wild Goose Pub in in Staten Island, I think, in 2008, and uh, and uh, things things were going well things were going well to goose probably too well uh they were they were getting rowdy we were getting very very crowded we uh we opened up an upstairs above the bar that became like a nightclub we opened up the outdoor courtyard that became a tiki bar and it was just a lot to handle and we were using some security at the time and uh and they weren't getting the job done and then from a recommendation from a friend he said you know you got to reach out to kevin so we reached out to you at that time and this is probably about 2009 or 10 i would say and uh, and that's how we first came in. You, you, you came in. You made your presentation. Uh, you said, "This is what we do. These are the kind of people we hire," and uh, and we were very impressed. And um, other than that one incident, which we spoke about <laughs> off the air, which which I don't think there's anything. You know, Superman no could have stopped exactly. But a two year plus track record, I yeah. think that was pretty darn good. Absolutely. So you've stayed there, but you've also gotten into the bar business yourself now. Correct. So tell uh, us yeah. a little bit about it. Well, I started citywide security. Uh, that's the logo. Um, I started that in about probably about two years before okay. I came on with you guys. About the same time as the group right. started, we wound up doing security for about twenty-seven bars in Hoboken in Jersey City. Wow! And I kind of stayed off of Staten Island because that's where I lived at the time and didn't want to. Sure. Kind of you know shit we eat kind of thing. Yeah. You know. Uh, can I curse? Oh, of course. Okay. Um, <laughs> Well, Mike did not, you know, so I just did. I oh, Every once in a while, I okay. try to. I curse entirely too much. Okay, guys, that's so. fine. That's fine. No, so we we, we we met. We wound up doing security uh, for you guys for a couple of years until, unfortunately, you know, things, the, the community board kind of went after you guys because the outside bar, they yep. kind of targeted you. Uh, I know I deal with the same thing myself. But uh, as I was doing the security company, I kind of said, you know, why am I working for all these other guys? I would love to have my own bar right uh i had a client who had a very unfortunate uh incident at their bar right before they had hired me uh which i won't go into but uh we wound up i said to them listen you can try x y and z if it doesn't work you gotta sell x y z didn't work they said hey we gotta sell you know anyone would be interested i said yeah i would so i bought the bar that was 2014 okay 
Uh, we renamed it Liberty Tavern. We've been there for, like I said, about five years. Um, and then I'm good by the way, John. I, okay. Yeah, I can't drink. Long beer. drive. No, I actually allergic to hops. I uh, I remember you used to love the Magner cider that exactly, we had. Exactly, yeah. cider guy. If you had cider, I would drink it. But uh, yeah, I got into the bar business, and then uh, last year I bought my second bar, and so now I have two, and still do the security, but on a very limited basis. So. Um, so both the bars are in Staten Island, New York. Yeah, both in Staten Island. Liberty Tavern's more of kind of like a sports bar, party bar. We have a beautiful outside deck. Okay. Um, if you can pass that down to me. Yeah, absolutely. And the locals more of dining. He's allergic. His hands are blowing up nah, like balloons. Fine. I just if I drank a you know a couple well, of them. It would... in, in fact, this is an extremely low hoppy beer, so I think he's going to be all right. Yeah, anyway, okay, but that said, and you do food at the places as well. Yeah, we do food at both places. The the locals more of a restaurant with catering. Okay. Uh, and the Liberty Tavern's much more of a you know. 300 people rocking out to a DJ kind of thing. That's awesome. And so, and you do the games on Sundays, of course. Yeah, I do all the games. We do an outside tailgate on the deck uh, for football. We have some fire pits out there. So it's a, it's a, it's a good time. It, it's definitely a cool time. All right. Well, we will talk off the air. Uh, we talked a little bit about this before the show. Uh, the guys know uh, December 1st, we're going to be able to – Ross Brewing is going to be able to start selling in New York. And we will put you in both places. Well, well. Here well, you, you'll get uh you'll get, get you get one you of go. these handles exactly. there, man. That would be Absolutely. awesome. Yeah, and uh, and we appreciate that. So we'll figure that out. So um, I guess my my question would be now you're five years into the bar business. Yeah. Any regrets? Uh, lots. <laughs> Mo, yeah, Mo, lots, Mo, Mo yeah. do we have any regrets, Mo? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, you know, you know every regret I have. Uh, but it's you, a great listen. It's a great time. I yeah. I, I have a, a a very flexible lifestyle, which allows me to be really present in my son's life and pick him up from school and take him to his soccer games and do all that stuff. My wife just graduated from law school and passed the bar. Oh wow! Congratulations. So she's going to be starting working for a law firm, which means she won't be around, you know, right. as as much. So the flexibility is great, but you know what it's like doing mm-hmm. your own business. It's well, and it is tough. Your wife's going to be on that day work schedule. Yes, you're going to be in a night work schedule. And one thing I remember at the time we had the Wild Goose, but we also had Maloney's Pub in New Jersey. There was some crossover, and the differences in at Maloney's Pub in Matawan, New Jersey. You know, we're, we're, we did last call at one thirty. And on Fridays and Saturdays during the week, last call is probably probably midnight. Man, and the in, goose, you're getting out of there at four o'clock in the morning. Five. No, no, yeah. No, yeah, you're closing getting, at four, getting out at exactly. You close at four. Now you got to try to roll all the drunks out, right? Yeah. So now it's four thirty. Then you start cleaning and counting. You know, you're, you're not out till five five thirty. And then at that point. And I had an hour and a half drive home. Right. Yeah. So uh, you got to be careful. You know, I, I don't need to give you any advice. You've been doing it for years, but just be careful in terms of the the demands on your family. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. That's that. I have uh, two partners that that help me run it, which makes a huge difference. Okay, and they're the, kind of there at night because I'm home with my son. You know, that's basically what it comes down to. Now, I was, I was just going to turn it to Mo, but I feel like we're extreme close up on Notre Dame football. Okay, well, want to show the logo, get some <laughs> there, love and pride from Notre Dame football. Yeah, after uh, that debacle to Michigan yeah. a couple of weeks ago, but uh, Mo's taking us into the uh, kitchen. So, <laughs> but uh, but Mo, hey, 
Fall down the the meatloaf's ready. <laughs> <laughs> Meat dinner's ready. So, so ma the meatloaf. Kevin was mentioning partner. So Mo obviously partner on the goose. And and what 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 he was able to do for me was immeasurable. Mo gave me my family day every week, which is he just said I'm going to take Sunday and lock it down. And you know that was a good day to take. He had football Sunday. You know for 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 you know a third of the year. You know we've got all the games and all that kind of stuff. But we also had, we had uh, Irish band over there. We I was just saying we had the Irish sessions every. Oh, Sunday. Yeah. We did our all-day Irish breakfast, uh, yep. which was crazy, crazy at the time. It was one of the only times in my memory where people would come from Manhattan to Staten Island. Usually, it doesn't work. We that do direction. the Irish sessions. Like, oh, you do it five or six times a year. Okay, at, at Liberty, right? They, they that same group. Mm-hmm. They reached out to us, and we we actually are like the main host, Doug Barr, and those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great guys. They bring a, like you said, they bring a, a crazy crowd, like 60, 65 people from all and, over the city. And, and I hope it's the same arrangement. They would never take any pay. They're like, yeah. oh, give us a no, Guinness. Just want a place to play. Exactly. Yeah. They, they, they want one free drink and exactly. something to eat. And, and, and exactly. They say yeah. that's a tradition. I'm like, hey, yeah. listen, I love your tradition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we the, want Colin Farrell there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give us some Paul Cannon and some Colin Farrell. Exactly. Uh, take a second. Just talk not about- in his uh, costume. With no, yes. absolutely not. <laughs> Here's the uh, the first beer we're drinking tonight. Now, this is from Cascade Brewing. Okay, so where's Cascade Brewing? They come to us from the Pacific Northwest, uh, very specifically Portland, Oregon. This beer is called Black Cap Raspberry. <laughs> so they call it a Northwest-style <laughs> sour ale. It's a sour ale aged in oak barrels for two years. With raspberries, so uh, this is actually their 2015 vintage. So they they act, it's, it's bananas. You think about it, right? They started brewing this beer in like 2014. You know, 2015, it's going into the barrels. They take it out in 2017. I've aged it a further further two years at the uh, at the at the the Ross cellar. So uh, so you know th- when they started doing this, I'm just thinking about it right now. 2014 sours were not even as widely popular. As they are right now, uh, this, is, this is a very good example. Uh, you're getting the sweet from the raspberries. You're getting the sour. It is coming in at hmm. Man, you're drunk. Uh, actually, <laughs> no. for for this show, a very no. low, a very low seven point six percent alcohol. You see that person? Absolutely. Not even in double digits. Yeah. But usually, we're getting hammered over the head at a twelve to fourteen percent. But <laughs> but this one's uh, not too bad. And I was going to say. We don't mess wow. with allergies. If it was a preference, I would tell you to have some because the style of the beer, extremely low hop. It's not a heavily yeah, hoppy. Yeah. It's not an IPA or anything like that, which is the next beer we're going to be drinking in a minute. But uh, Ming, any notes? I should have told I, you uh, Ming a cider. I, w- I, <laughs> I love anything with fruit in it. And uh, I think you mentioned something of note that I completely slipped my mind. But Raspberries, bourbon barrels? What? Bourbon barrel, yeah. I mean, this is a welcome respite from all the drinking I did in New Orleans this weekend. This is uh, It's a respite. Drinking, more drinking. Well, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Well, hair of the dog. That's you know, all I'm just, saying. Just uh, drinking something. Uh, uh, you know, That's maybe you wouldn't. May, yeah, maybe you wouldn't get on Bourbon Street. <laughs> you know, none of that swill that they. Uh, you know, they wouldn't put this in and say a hand grenade or a, cur- or a <laughs> hurricane <laughs> or uh, or anything like that. So thank you very much. No I'm, worries. I'm picking up a sour note in there. There's it's very very sour. There is sour, Mike. It is the uh, the the longer it stays in with, with that. With the secondary yeast they're adding, right? So it doesn't say it specifically here. Uh, usually, if they're using Brett, Brettanomyces, it would say that. So my guess is they're using Lactobacillus. And so if they leave, the longer they leave it in, they're set more sour it's going to get. So uh, so this is good. I have to tell you, you know, we've talked about this before in the year, but I probably had my first 
intentional sour beer, a beer that didn't get soured accidentally, um, probably about four or five years ago. And, and you know, you, you just pucker up like, what is, what is this? And uh, over time, like with anything else, your palate adjusts. And now, just when the, when the, when it opens, my mouth starts watering. Like I'm really like mm-hmm. getting into it. Um, and speaking of getting into it, Mo, what are you getting into over there? That looks like a donut. That's the meatloaf. Oh, is it okay? <laughs> Show us a meatloaf, Mo. Well, Mo, we're gonna be throwing it. We're gonna be nice. Oh yeah, looks good. Oh, dude, beautiful. It's a, it's a beet salad. I've got some grilled. Um, looks like uh, squash. Nice. And, uh, and yeah, a little, yeah, well, uh, don't let us stop you. Go right yeah, ahead. Go to town. Um, <laughs> listen, we're actually going to be throwing. I up- was going to bring food, but you didn't have a place to heat it up. Sorry. I, I, I apologize. I no, not at all. bad not bringing something. <laughs> listen, this is a serious promise, but the next time we bring you back here, all right, there's going to be at least a microwave. At least. Hey, just <laughs> we might, have a, we might have a full kitchen. By <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's and may I say, my, I was thinking about sternos and like the whole. Nah, I just was like, it's not going to work. too much. <laughs> my first sour was when I was 14 and we left beer. It was Budweiser. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, yeah. In a brook. <laughs> Tied down with rocks, and we pulled them out, and they were they were very sour. Wow! So, all right, listen, you 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 were advancing the cause without even realizing, it, Mike. <laughs> yeah, of AA. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> all right, Mo, we're actually going to be throwing it back to you in about two seconds here because there's a time in the show we're going to review our top three. Okay, and our top three this week really, really resonated with the Point Blank fans, viewers, listeners because we did top three top three sports movies of all time it was the second highest amount of votes we've ever ever got the only thing higher was when we did top three arnold movies okay (laughs) so so this one got a what two weeks ago yeah that was two two episodes this one got 602 votes nice bananas i mean there's movies on here I, I, I either seen, but I saw it 30, 40 years ago. Right. Or movie, there's a few movies I hadn't even heard of. So uh, depending on where they finish in the votes, it may be worth it to look them up. So before we get to you, the point blank fans, viewers, listeners, what your top three are, we're going to go around, give our own our own guesses, our own uh, choices. Mo, we're going to start with you. Your top three sports movies of all time. I should warn you, point blank viewers, when Mo answered this, in the survey, his top three outmode himself. I think you listed close to 40 movies for your top three. Is that right? About, you know, uh, yeah. uh, so I wanted to start this off and say, don't worry, don't Mo, I have ever, a huge ever, list. Oh, my God. My top yes, three. There's <laughs> about 40 on here. Ever, ever, ever use Rotten Tomatoes as any sort of list that you can go through mm-hmm. and try to get your your top 100 best sports movies because they're so out of order it's just it's crazy it was just ludicrous just to see their uh ludicrous their, their list <laughs> so anyway anyway um so my top three you know the, the thing i was making on my post was <laughs> there's the movies that you would think you could say it's in the context of a sport but it's not really a sports movie. You know, one is like Gladiator. You know, Gladiator is one of my favorite movies of all time. Gladiator is, um, you know, it is a sport, but it was more of a political type of movie than it was a uh, sports movie. So my top three. Hot take there, by the way. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> wow, you just might have brought the wrath of God down on us, Mo. Wrath of the <laughs> Internet. The most epic freaking sword and sandals combat movie ever. Well, it was like a boring political movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, but get on with your sports list, by all means. Go ahead. A lot of sites, and they say, 
you know, as much as people would like to say it's a sports movie, it's just not. No, but anyway, so my number one movie of all time is is The Sandlot, and it has a lot to do with the context of when I saw it and how much it reminded me of every single summer of my life. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that was, I mean, I lived every moment those kids did, and and I watched that movie maybe maybe a hundred times. Uh, the second one is The Water Boy. There you go. Which is by, which is Adam Sandler's, uh, I think, number one grossing. Um, sports movie if not number one grossing movie we'll have to check that stat but it's just it's funny on every single level john the intern was perfect yeah and then the third it was a toss-up it was a this is this is where i really really uh you know just just battled myself and it was either rudy or rocky's last movie rocky balboa and and it went it went to rocky you know, partly because of the franchise and partly because that movie uh, just just ended that that franchise. So, so amazing. His I, I guess I guess his um, when, when he was talking to his son and and how everybody takes that quote of, uh, you know, when he says life, life beats you down, but you're better than that. You know, it's just, not about how hard you get, how hard you get yeah. hit. It's about yeah. getting back up. That's uh, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's a yeah, great, you know. great, great, great speech. Yeah. Well, listen. So, uh, tough to argue with any of those choices. Give, yeah. but go ahead. Just give us. I know you put together an extensive list. Give us a couple that just missed, like that would have been your honorable mentions. Well, Teen Wolf is another one. I, mean, <laughs> I thought that was well, technically so. Would Teen Wolf too? Yeah, right, we switched to boxing, boxing, right? Yeah, that's like Jason <laughs> Bateman. <laughs> Yep. Uh, so Rudy, you're you're talking, one. of course, about the sport of car surfing with Styles. Styles was a visionary. What can we say? <laughs> yeah. Gleaning the cube, maybe. Uh, I don't have the list in front. <laughs> That's of an me, obscure but, reference. Uh, I know. Well, listen, Mel. Here's what I can tell you. All right, I'll, I'll I'll quote from you to you. All right. So you said, I've got my top three, and it was what you just said, of course. All right. You said, but some just right outside the top three would be Teen Wolf, The Blind Side. Okay. All right. Uh, Blades of Glory. I like that. Talladega Nights. You know, car car. You know, stock car racing. Which, by the way, that movie inspired uh, a real life. Uh, visit to uh, that's it. That that, that, exp- that that inspired our Talladega Super Trip for sure. Yeah, yeah. You list about fourteen sports movies, which is great. <laughs> then you have a second category of ones that weren't in the running for you, but you still thought you wanted to mention them. That's some movies like Angels in the Outfield, Brewster's Millions. Okay, uh, uh, <laughs> Brewster's Millions. Nice. All right, uh, Kingpin, which is a good Who one. Doesn't love that concept. Uh, uh, one of your friends is blowing through thirty million dollars in thirty days. Got to do it. And then that's he, a, the extreme sport. And then here's, and then you said <laughs> you also have a third category of movies that may not even be sports movies but you still want to mention them and that was Gladiator <laughs> right. the, big big, the Big Lebowski never thought of as a sports movie but there is a bowling uh, yeah. Yeah. okay yeah. you've got you got The Fan now The Fan I think argue, that is a sports movie alright yes. I mean you, 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 it, it, it's a, it's about baseball there's scenes in a baseball stadium pretty epic scenes at that the Bobby and then of course you also have Hunger Games so right. I, 
I guess <laughs> that's a sport. You know, the that's most sport. the it's most extreme sport there is. Absolutely. So uh, we're getting we're getting a real live mail call during the program right here. Okay, uh, Susie Coco, Muhammad, is this just a list of all the movies you've ever seen? <laughs> so it's very possible. Very possible. It is incredibly very close. possible. Kevin, can you follow it up? Give us your top three, and I see you've got you've got notes. We love a prepared yeah, guest, by I, the way. This I, is great. You know, I didn't want to shit the bed, so I, I prepared. I took time out of my incredibly busy schedule. Thank you for not shitting the bed, <laughs> Kevin. That was what I, I have a bunch in like each sport, basically. But my top three, I did a little poll on the uh, rewatchables uh, group. Okay, just wow. to get some feedback from people, I put up a bunch that I thought were top. But my top three, I'm going to go with Moneyball. Okay, mm, very uh, nice. I, I have a recency bias, I will say, in my top three. Uh, Warrior. Mm, okay, great call. And Miracle. Okay. Uh, Kevin, I love your top three. I'm going to talk a lot about each of those movies in a minute. Sure. Uh, but tell us some of the other categories. Yeah, I did. Together you here. know, football movies, Rudy, The Replacements, Friday Night Lights, Remember the Titans, Baseball. I did Major League, Moneyball, League of Their Own, and Eight Men Out. Mm hmm. Fighting, Warrior, Rocky, just as a franchise, yeah. uh, Creed, The Fighter. Uh, the great, wrestler, great movie, The Fighter Man. Yeah, great. great. The wrestler, also excellent. Yeah, Hockey, yeah. Miracle, Goon, Slapshot, uh, and then basketball. <laughs> Love and basketball. White man can't jump. Hoosiers, blue chips, and then I did miscellaneous sports. I did Rush, Cool Runnings, and Color of Money. I got to take issue with one thing. Oh, I was expecting dodgeball. You didn't. You didn't have earbuds in there. Wow. Uh, you didn't have a miss W. Forgot it. Forgot it. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Earbud. All right, let's 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 throw it over to Mike here. Your own top three. My top three. Can I do my honorable mentions in of honor course. of Mo? Of course. And there's a there's a theme to to my stuff. Um, my honorable mention. Uh, I also categorized football. Would be necessary roughness with Scott Bakula. Yes, that's right. Highly Excellent. underrated movie and Sinbad. Well, Sinbad. Ah, you took the words out of us. Sinbad. Sinbad. Kathy uh, Ireland was the kicker. Kathy Ireland was, uh, and uh, Harley Jane Kozak. I was like, I love Harley Jane Kozak. Mm. Wow. Um, then we go to baseball, my um, my go-to um, honorable mention is uh, Field of Dreams. Oh, of course. Love Field of Dreams. Great movie. And, and these, mind you, are my just my honorable mentions. And um, Happy Gilmore. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah of yeah, course. You and, and, and listen, Mo, there's a challenge right there. I mean, this. <laughs> oh, so the, take what? the food out of his mouth. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> stopped him from eating. Mike's, yeah. saying, <laughs> Mike's saying that the water boy isn't even Adam Sandler's greatest sports movie. He's got Happy Gilmore there, my friend. I got Happy Gilmore. Um, listen, I, happy... I can't. I can't. Uh... Argue that that was one of the that was one of the greatest movies. Rotten Tomatoes scored it number one twenty four of all time. Awesome. Well, <laughs> so for my time, <laughs> watch how wrong they are. I've got a real uh, bone to pick with them. Gotcha. I don't. Yeah, under, I, I don't blame him. I mean, Carl Weathers was in it. True. Very right? true. And a crocodile. Star of the Mandalorian. <laughs> the crocodile. So my top three are yes. Uh, coming in at number three would be uh, yes. That's. You're not going blind. <laughs> okay. The cataracts aren't shrinking your 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 vision. Um, would be uh, I started out with baseball. Yeah, so major league. Okay. Uh, my number two is the replacements. Mm-hmm. Yes, you had mentioned it. 
Chick great Tick's movie. Goes. And it's, I mean, for God's sakes, it's Keanu Reeves. You, yeah. you got to love Can't Keanu. Go wrong. I hated Keanu Reeves for a very brief period in my life. Now I love him again. He's awesome. I loved him, hated him, loved him now. He's great. John and my Wick. number one movie, and you'll see where my theme goes, Caddyshack. Okay. Number one sports movie of course, so, so listen, you yeah. got you got Major League, you've got uh, 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 the replacements, you've got Caddyshack. So mm-hmm. these are all sports comedies, my friend. Yes, awesome, yeah. tough. So here's the thing: I would have wagered anything beforehand when I put posted this topic originally that Mike, you were going to come in with Caddyshack at number one. I would hope so. Yes. Okay, and I thought based on his rules of if anyone even talks about sports in the movie, I thought Mo was going to say Coming to America because there is that scene where St. John's plays at the Garden. But uh, but I was wrong on Mo, but I was right with you, Mike. Good man. And uh, and that's the thing, you know, during this process, tabulating all of these 600 plus votes, you realize... This could have been broken out a lot of different ways. We could have did just top three baseball movies or just oh, – but, but even just comedies alone, there's so many amazing sports ones. Everyone you mentioned is, is there, and they all are, are going to do very well in the overall poll as well. Mm-hmm. So good job. Ming, do you have your top three sports movies I of all do. time? I do. Uh, I love how top three has turned into top 87. Yes. <laughs> that's right. I will not uh, – You know, I, I mean, many that I could have mentioned as an honorable mention, I will stick to top three. Uh, number three, Slapshot. Big okay, hockey sure. fan. Uh, Paul Newman. Paul based, Newman. On, based on actual events of a uh, minor league hockey league in Pennsylvania, I believe, uh, where I believe they end up filming it. Uh, Hanson Brothers, oh, iconic awesome. figures, great. I mean, you think of hockey, you think of Slapshot. Old-time hockey, everybody. Yep. Um, number two. Helmet optional. Helmet yep. optional. Number two, and this was tough. I hate to put this in number two of Bad News Bears. Ooh. Okay. okay. The... Uh, I believe um, I'm going to assume the all original, of us, not the remake. Right, I 19- believe all. No, not the Billy Bob Thornton uh, abortion. That 1976 yeah. Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, yes. yeah, I believe somewhere Walter Matthau. Yeah, Walter Matthau. Yeah, Walter Matthau with some really good hair. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, the the yeah, quintessential dude. little little league movie, in my opinion. Um, Butter crud, and uh, a movie that they would never be able to make today. <laughs> no, but, never. No, um, good but call. For instantly rewatchable, uh, great lines, true to life. I think we all played little league here at some point. Uh, I had a coach that was like Buttermaker, <laughs> maybe not as old, but he was a big guy. We all yelled. I was six for God's sake. <laughs> Smoked during the game. Uh, he didn't drink, but he would smoke, and uh, yeah, he probably had no business uh, being around children. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying there was major trauma there for you, Ming? It, was, I mean, listen, he might was, have been a show us on the stormtrooper Buddha where he I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where did your buttercrud touch no, him? He, <laughs> didn't, he didn't touch us, but he man, he loved to yell, man. <laughs> He loved the yell, and nice. uh, you know we've all been played competitive yep. sports. Then my father shouldn't have been allowed around. <laughs> Sometimes it gets a little too competitive. And uh, number one, Roy Hobbs, Wonder Boy, mm. The Natural. Ah, the yep. Natural. Yep. Natural. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, I, in my opinion, the best baseball movie of all time. Uh, based on a book, they changed the ending. I'm glad they did. Yeah. And uh, one, you know, as a baseball fan, that I, I, I love to death. Was that movie was awesome. Yes. Uh, my favorite player growing up, 
played for the San Francisco Giants, Will Clark. Yes, Will and, the Thrill. And, and his, you know, he was coined Will the Thrill, but he, his other nickname because of his sweet, sweet yep. swing is they called him the Natural. That's right. After that movie, that's right. Uh, you know, I was very lucky. My dad, uh, you know, he, he, we talked about this all the time. He used to, we used to belong to four different video clubs, and every every movie we would rent, he'd put it into the double VCR and tape that movie. So we had a library of thousands of movies. But we watched the Natural so many times. Great pick, man. Great yeah. pick. I'll give you my own, and then we'll get to you, the point blank fan viewer and listener, what your vote is. But here's my own. Uh, I'm starting with one that I wasn't sure if it, 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 you know, if it even qualified by the criteria of which we never have any criteria. Yeah. Top three is whatever you want it to be. But Kevin, since you mentioned it, then I, I'm going to say. So this is even an honorable mention. Somebody just had on the side because it's actually my favorite movie of all time of history, and it is Warrior. Okay, amazing I, movie. I, so here, so we're going to debut a segment in a minute called Pop Culture Confessions, right? Where we're going to say something that you know everybody else has seen or watched, uh, something that, that everybody talks about all the time. You're going to admit, you know what? I never saw that. But I've never watched a UFC fight in my life. No, no, no not one. Not one. I didn't watch UFC 150, 236, whatever number they're up to. I've never seen it. I know who Dana White is. I know all the players involved. But I've never sat down and watched anything inside the octagon. Uh but that movie, you know, note perfect acting, you know, from Tom Hardy, from Joel Edgerton, Nick Nolte. All right. Anytime he's on screen, Frank Grillo kills it, of course, as Frank always. Uh, uh, the choreography of the fights, you know, so I didn't I, I, I never, um, you know, I don't watch UFC, but I, I, I studied and practiced martial arts for 15 years. And and just the choreography in the movie. Uh, who could forget Koba? OK, uh, 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 Kurt Angle. And um and and just the way they were able to 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 have that story, you know, with, with family members, and I'm even going to give it a shout out to the the music, you know, uh, uh, the national, you know, has that great song that starts with about seven minutes left in the movie, and it plays. It, it's just an epic song today, yeah. and it plays right through to the end of the movie. You know, you know, you have the 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 you know the twist of who you know who's really finding who, and then you know you get the background. Just my favorite movie ever. Period. And so, but it's not in my top three sports movies. Sorry, because I wasn't sure that was a sport, or at least, honestly, a sport I don't watch. So, top three, quick, quick, very quick honorable mentions. They've all been mentioned already. My honorable mentions: Caddyshack, The Replacements, Rocky Balboa. All right. So, Mo, I like where your head's at. My top three coming in at third place are are uh, it's actually a tie: Major League and The Water Boy. Okay. Tough to argue with these movies. You guys all mentioned them. If they weren't in your top three, they were in consideration. Uh, that original Major League, you know, with Charlie Sheen uh, as the wild thing. You got Tom Berenger making the Louis league Mays minimum. Hayes. Uh, <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, uh, Wesley Good Snipes. Yeah. yeah. Wesley Snipes. Hits like Maze, run like uh, Hits like Hayes, runs like Maze. And uh, was it the other way? And um, run like Maze, hit like Hayes, but it didn't I even make sense at the time. I yeah. put them up on my wall every time like I steal Hayes, a base. Like <laughs> That's right, bro. His I bad mean, steel job was wrong. Give me the heater, Ricky. You know, there's just so <laughs> many great, great lines in that movie. Of course, you know, Mo says, fuck you, Joe Boo, all the time, right? <laughs> just like Pedro Serrano, he's going to do it himself. But then but then the water boy, you know, you mentioned it, Mo. Bobby Boucher, is just, just the football the scenes. Quality. Anytime he's tackling somebody, it's just absolutely amazing when you obliterates them into the next dimension. So very, very funny movie, all right? But my mama told me it's the devil. Okay, coming in second place. 
I've got two more dramatic movies tied again. Uh, both of these movies qualify for me in this category. If I'm up at night and I'm flipping through the channel, no matter where it is in the movie, I will stop and watch it through to the end and stop flipping. And it is We Are Marshall and Friday Night Lights. So two football movies right there. Uh, uh, we Are Marshall. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Just such an emotional movie. And, of course, based on the very real, very tragic story, uh, you know, there's a, there's a great – not great, but at the end of the movie, uh, after they've – you know, the, the program has hit their absolute nadir. And it's not a movie that ends with them winning a championship or anything like no. that. No. it's they're, they're in rough shape. But it does catch you up with some clips after the movie. Takes you to the Chad Pennington, oh, yeah, Randy, Moss days, Randy Moss days, you know, right. and how these guys were putting points up on everybody. And uh, and uh, you know Matthew McConaughey does a does a great job. And Al Swearingen there, uh, uh, um, Ian McShane. Ian McShane, thank you. You know another <laughs> very understated performance. This is not an over the top in your face performance. Anyway, great movie. Friday Night Lights, Peter Berg directed. Um, very underrated director, by the way. Yes. I, I I agree. I agree. Well. I, 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 wow, I love this. Yeah. Right. Big uh, fan. He uh, he really really could, of course, based on the book and 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 the, and the story of the Permian football program in Odessa, Texas, just a year in the life. You know, Booby Miles and the whole crew, and it's just such a great, great, great movie. Billy Bob Thornton and became an even better TV series. Right. So they so they yeah. so they 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 kept Connie Britton. Right. Yes. She 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 was the only holdover yep. in the yep. same role. She was the radar. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. You're right, right. But uh, uh, Gary Berghoff, but uh, but she, but uh, but Kyle Chandler took on the Billy Bob Thornton yes. role, and and then for TV they were able to do a lot more with it. It wasn't just based on that one year in the life. They were able to to have different classes yeah, continue of people graduate on story like fame, yeah. like, like fame, fame and just did. like fame. All right, here's my number one sports movie of all time, and you guys already said it. Well, one of you did. Uh, it's ironic. It's not a sport I can say I've never watched. I've watched it, but it's not a sport I watch. Probably the last time I saw a game might have been 1994, and it's a hockey movie, and it is Miracle. Okay? The, 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 who do the, you play for? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm guessing America. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Herb Brooks, you know, uh, who just had a whole tragic story, you know, to his to his life. Uh, today. You know, he... Um, he, you know, he, he was the last guy cut, you know, on the uh, on the on the last Olympic U.S. team that had won, and then even in real life, you know, he he died right before right before the movie came, came out. out. But he did see a screener yes. of it, yes. And and I grew up. I was I was five years old when the, when the miracle in Lake Placid happened, and so I, I remember it, you know, because it was such a big events around right. me you know i remember my dad and my uncles and what have you but like i don't really like remember all the story behind it watching this movie immediately brings you back into it um you know into the cold war you know uh, before there was rocky four there was miracle yep. and, and, mm -hmm. and although not chronologically the way the movies were made but but <laughs> but 1980 was before uh, rocky four for sure and um just 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 so so good movie and um and matter of fact, I, I, I definitely 100% am going to watch it again uh, probably in the next 24 to 48 hours. So, fans, you heard what we had to say. What did you guys have to say? We said there were 
602 votes in wow. total tabulated second highest of all time and, and you know we had people on the point blank page we had people on john's page we had people in the essential guide talk page we had instagram dozens and dozens and dozens of votes that's a new channel for us for point blank and you guys were responding like crazy so thank you very much it's at point blank pod at point blank pod on instagram and uh, so of these votes let's get to it because the groupings were so, so tight, I, I, I want to just let you know real quickly some of the ones that didn't make it into the top three. So with 10 votes apiece, Dodgeball, The Replacements, and The Waterboy, again, all movies, well, not Dodgeball, but movies we mentioned before, mm -hmm. th those 10 votes apiece are good for 10th place. With 12 votes apiece, The Mighty Ducks... Wow. And Space Jam. Those those movies with 12 votes apiece Oof. came in ninth place. Okay. Kind of hoping that I never meet those 12 people who <laughs> voted for Space Jam. <laughs> with with 14 votes apiece. 14 votes apiece. Bull Durham, Moneyball, which Kevin mentioned, and The Natural, of course, which Ming mentioned. At 14 votes apiece for Bull Durham, Moneyball, and The Natural which are all baseball movies, by the way, that, that's good for eighth place. Uh, jumping up a couple of spots, 16 votes apiece for Caddyshack mm -hmm. and Miracle. That's our number ones, mm -hmm. Mike. They're tied for seventh place overall. Wow. All right, so that tells you how many great sports movies are out there that those movies are seventh place. Here we go. 18 votes apiece. Air Bud. Actually, <laughs> and Airbud did get some Probably votes. Probably right. Airbud didn't get eighteen votes. So these two movies are amazing movies, and none of us mentioned either one. I don't think it may have been in your supporting list. Uh, Raging Bull and Hoosiers. Okay, they they didn't make it to any one of our top three for sure, right. and those were eighteen votes apiece, and that gets them good for sixth place. Fifth place, standing alone with twenty votes, Field of Dreams. Okay. With 27 votes apiece, so we take a jump, 27 votes apiece, good for fourth place, just outside. And I say just outside by one vote. These are outside the top three. Remember the Titans and the Sandlot. Okay, so remember the Titans, another great movie, uh, another another fact-based movie, another movie I watch all the time, and completely historically inaccurate. But I'm sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like yeah, not let, even let, close. Let's, let's talk about Rudy then, shall yeah. we? Wow, oh, Jesus! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but those come in just outside because they had 27 votes for fourth place, but with 28 votes just ahead of them. So this is we're in our top three now, coming in. Third place with 28 votes apiece, Rudy and A League of Their Own. All right, I guess you can say that's based on a true story, too. But uh, lots uh, of liberties well, taken here. Again, yes, let's talk <laughs> about it. I mentioned that because you said fact-based movie. Okay, right, so right, right. I had to just throw in the disclaimer. Yeah, I like there. that. <laughs> All right. Kevin, you got that wicked sense. Come, like coming that. in second place, we jump up to 34 votes. 34 votes for Major League. Yes. And the number one sports movie of all time, as selected by you, the Point Blank fans, viewers, and listeners, in first place, with 38 votes, Rocky, the original Rocky, yep. Rocky Can't won. Go wrong. 
I mean, the, the 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 classic, you know, underdog story. Nobody believed in this guy but himself. Uh, you know, Sylvester Stallone. He's starring it. He wrote it. He uh, he, he fact based story. <laughs> just just ask uh, uh, Chuck Webner, right? Uh, uh, the Bayonne Bleeder. But um, but you know, he 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 didn't know he was doing it at the time. But he started one of the most successful film franchises. Six movies under the Rocky banner. Two and counting under the Creed banner. I have a feeling we're going to be seeing one under the Drago banner pretty soon, uh, based off that Creed two, and uh, and uh, just, just just an amazing, amazing. And there were votes for Rocky's one, two, three. Four and Balboa. Rocky Five did not get any votes. Just that's, that that's a little weird. Um, did you know that he sold his dog just to eat while he was pitching? But he this did buy him really? back, right? He bought yeah, him back. I, I remember was, uh, the yeah. first thing he did. But, <laughs> he said that. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he the dog was in the movie. Um, but he sold his dog. Couldn't wow. sold. Couldn't sell plasma. Who's <laughs> <laughs> out? I know. Now we've got. Um, We've got a couple of call-outs I just want to make here, okay? So Cousin Alfie, uh, he stuffed a ballot box. During the voting, he voted multiple different times for three different movies each time. I don't know if he didn't realize that he forgot and then he's seen the list or if he was just trying to stuff the ballot box, as we say. The lovely Suzanne, in her top three, has two different ice skating movies. Anyone want to guess what they are? Uh, cutting, cutting Edge. I, cutting Edge, I was definitely going to say. Cu- it's yeah. Cutting Edge and Blades of Glory. So two different ice skating movies, not a movie featuring ice skating. It wasn't Miracle. Women of a certain age <laughs> love Cutting Edge. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely love it. Absolutely. It was that and Blades of Glory. You got that right, Bo. Uh, Bill Steinbacher, a uh, loyal viewer, Bill Steinbacher had the same movie three times. He had Hoosiers, Hoosiers, and Hoosiers. Artie from Krypton Comics in Staten Island. Artie has retired down to Florida, but he his three were Rocky 1, 2, and 3. The no accounting theme. The no accounting for taste award. The no accounting for taste award. I'm not going to reveal who this was, but they voted for the movie The Great White Hype. Now there were two votes for The Great White Hope, the the James Earl Jones movie movie where he played Jack Jefferson, which again is a fact based movie in that it was based on the life of Jack Johnson, the the first black heavyweight champion. But they had the they couldn't get the rights to his name. So which by the way, our good friend uh, Ray is uh, Ray Green is directing that movie right now uh, under uh, under the guidance of really scott but that said somebody voted instead for the great white hype i think um pete berg I mean, I, yeah it, we talk about it, great director yeah. terrible yeah, exactly. oh my god <laughs> chicago <laughs> hope out of my mouth, brother chicago <laughs> hope <laughs> great director um, terrible actor. that is not a good movie in <laughs> no, any way man, no, man that's not a good movie in any way so that means harlem nights would be technically a sports movie Oh, I guess so. Yeah, you're exactly right. right. According to most criteria in any event. All right. Well, thank you, Mo. And listen, we would be remiss if we don't mention Geo George Setti's top three sports movies. A Star is Born, A Star is Born, (laughs) and A Star is Born. You're not far off. He has Hoosiers, Invincible, and A Star is Born. I, I, don't, I don't know where A Star is Born fits into the mix, but it's there. All right. Hoosiers, legit sport movie. Great, great amount of votes. Invincible. I kind of forgot about it. In it, Mark Wahlberg plays the Mark Wahlberg role of uh, underdog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, How's your mouth? <laughs> but in any event, that's top three, ladies and gentlemen. That is top three. And nobody mentioned the Sting 2. No. Sting 2. Yikes. Now, let's see who Mr. Irrelevant is. did mention is. Color of Money. 
<laughs> I did hear Neither that. Neither that. <laughs> yes. And in in Mr. Irrelevant, the the, the, mo- the movie that got the least amount of votes, one vote was Vision Quest. Vision Quest. Okay. So wow. Make- <laughs> oh my God, Linda Fiorentino and Matthew Modine. Wow. I'll put it this way: Rad Some Madonna tunes. The movie yeah. to Rad got four and times Journey. as many votes. Rad got four votes. Rad. And Gleaming the Cube that you mentioned earlier got two votes. I don't even know what Rad is. <laughs> uh, it's uh, mountain biking. What it, yes, what it, I believe. Oh, no, no, no. no. B- BMX. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, BMX, yeah. mountain biking, the same damn We've got thing. Uh, Celtic Pride love in there. In the- uh, no. Self that- love. <laughs> yeah. The only Pride uh, movie was uh, Pride of the Yankees got two votes. Um, great movie. Great movie. I mean, damn I, Yankees. I, I, you go through this. So for those 602 votes, it's a total of... 89 individual movies got wow. votes. I mean, this could, this could last you a month and be an epic, you know, oh. m- movie binge watch. So, we want to thank you all the pa- point point blank fans, viewers, listeners, however you're consuming the program. Thank you for voting. Thank you for making this a very successful top 3. Let's get right back to it. Um, we're going to move on to uh to I guess we kind of teased it a little bit. So, it's Pop Culture Confessions. And so Pop Culture Confessions and Mo, I think you might have been in the meatloaf mode when we were talking about this before. Uh, and I think this is going to be a segment you do really, really well at Mo. So we're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, you're, you're going to get off your chest something that everybody that you know has seen or watched or enjoyed or listened to, whatever it was. It could be a TV show. It could be a movie, could be a comic book, could be a, could be an album, could be an artist, whatever it is uh, that everyone, you know, seems to love this, but you're going to get off your chest right now and admit I've never seen it. I've never experienced it. I don't know what it is. So, uh, so I'm, I'm going to go first. Um, and it is something that, uh, given the ungodly amount of television that I consume, um, you know, I've got a two-hour commute each way. Uh, it just just between last night and today, I, I just watched the six-episode uh, limited series, The Night Manager. It was great. It's based Excellent. on the yeah. on the on the book by uh, by uh, Hugh Laurie, awesome in it as Dickie Roper, and of course uh, we already mentioned him, Tom Tom yeah, Hiddleston as uh, Jonathan Pine. I had read the book about uh, ten years ago. My favorite all-time author, Jonathan Le Carre. Uh, we're getting way afield because I'm talking about something I did watch. So that's not what it's supposed to be. <laughs> but my point is, I, I'm able to watch a lot of TV because of my commute and I get to download the episodes and then watch them, right? So I'm going to confess, I've never seen The Wire. It routinely oh. makes people's like oh. top three TV series. Some Absolutely. people say it's the best TV of all time. Best TV Sounds show like you've, time. you've seen it. Or, yeah, uh, best TV show of all time. Uh, okay. Best written wow. TV wow. show of all time. The best writing in a TV show of all time. And I keep meaning to do it and, and sometimes in my humble opinion. I'll be in a conversation and people are like, oh, you know, remember that? I'm like, oh yeah, that was cool. And then, uh, and then so here it is, I'm confessing. I've never seen it. I want to remedy it. I want to rectify it. I don't know when I'm going to find that much time. What is this? Five seasons? Five seasons. Five, all right, so. But I think it's only 10 or 13 episodes a season. All right, so that could be one week's commute not, time. Yeah, all it's right. not terrible. So that's me. That's my pop culture confession. <laughs> Mike, I don't know if you can do this. I can. Okay. It's very easy for me. Um, God, I, bless, God bless, bless Mike, you. by the way. Thank you. I have never seen Twin Peaks. I never watched Neither of an episode wow. of Twin Peaks I would have thought and that when the first one was on, you would you would have seen it. It would have been no. That was back in the drinking days. Okay, or well, maybe you did see it. You so I might have, but <laughs> yeah, I don't retain in, uh, them. Debuted in 1990 on yeah. ABC, and uh, did not. I've wow. never seen. Um, wow. 
No, I when when that whole um, she's dead, wrapped in plastic. Laura Palmer. Yes, but uh, Peter David kept using it in all of his comic books. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? I have no idea. You didn't what get he, the reference. I didn't get the reference. So. Wow. Um, so no, I I've never seen any of the Twin now, Peaks. So that's gonna, then that means, of course, you didn't see the uh, the revival sequel series that came out on Showtime last year. Did not, and I actually had to moderate a panel. Oh my! God. Remember that, Ming? I had to moderate. Oh. We had to moderate that panel. A Twin oh, Peaks with, panel. A Twin Peaks panel. Yeah. Oh my oh, God! Um, that, it was, this is this is pop culture confession right here. That's what I want. And, How uncomfortable was that? Uh, it was no. I I let well, Ming take he, the lead. He, yeah, he had he had me and Brian too. So it was like Kimmy Robertson who plays the yeah. receptionist, and Harry Getz who plays Andy, uh-huh, the uh, yep. and I was the deputy. I was actually uh, I, I was fawning over her for her portrayal in uh, Last American Virgin. Right. So we got along famously. <laughs> yeah, she was not appreciative of Brian's barbs. She told me after. No, oh, we wow. became friends. She said she was gonna. Living in an abandoned building in Detroit, and she invited me to come hang out with her. Okay, but she's not appreciating. She did not appreciate. But she said, "Don't bring Brian with she you." She said, "Do not bring Brian Johnson with me." Wow. Yeah, so. Okay. Did, was I okay? Was she, I, as far as I know, yeah. All right, good your, enough. Your there never, was no mention of me. Your except name never came up. Uh, good I'll, I'll do a quick Perfect. search on Bleeding Cool. We'll find yeah, out. Yeah, you'll find Kevin, out. Kevin, your pop culture confession. Right never now, never seen Breaking Bad. Whoa. Oh. But that's like in the same category as The Wire, man. Yeah, that is. People that say that Breaking Bad is yeah. the greatest show uh, of all time. 100%. Walter White. When you said The Wire, that's yeah. exactly, I was like, wow. I'm actually you know going back and rewatching Breaking Bad, so you want to come on over. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll pop some popcorn. Like, yeah, there you go. Wow. Yeah, I, I didn't. It was about three or four seasons in yes. before it became right. really popular. And I, like you, watch everything. So <laughs> right. it's very hard to go back four seasons and, and add that into the 27 yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. currently running TV shows I'm watching. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it almost became like a, like, a, like, a, like a badge I wore of like, nah, I've never seen Breaking Bad. Right. You know, like you just kind of jump in on it like, nope. Never seen it. But Shoot I, the people down, just cutting them off. <laughs> yeah, as soon as they're like, oh, Breaking Bad in the Wire. I'm like, ah, I've never seen Breaking Bad. I can't. I can talk with some expertise about the wire, but I'm going to have to shut you down for Breaking Bad now. Yeah. Well, listen, Stu Greenberg just tuned in and he said, I'm one of the 1% of the population that has never watched an episode of Game, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. All right. Well, we know you guys are out there. I think it's a lot more than the 1%. But all right, Ming. We're going to start. With, oh, we're going to go to you next, my friend. Your pop culture confession. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have not seen one frame of any of the Godfather movies. Not no one way. Frame. Oh, wow. Impossible. Yeah. Ouch. Ouch. On accident. You must have. Not I mean, even on accident. Wow. I don't know why. Or, I have no idea. Never seen one frame of it. I have and the trilogy on disc, yeah, buddy. Yeah, I know it's on streaming. Yeah. If you could give it. him your password or and something, it, it, I, I, give I, him. If, He's if got only, him. Yeah, no. If only, Where John yeah. and I are from, it's law. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, I know. I don't know. Staten Island, you must watch The Godfather. It doesn't matter how Irish ape you are. Shall <laughs> not her, uh, wow. Ape shall not harm ape. And you uh, must I've, watch Godfather. Right. <laughs> exactly. the Apes. I've seen everything else you guys mentioned. Not wow. seen one friend of the Godfather. Wow. wow. I don't know how wow. or why, but Big, that's I will a, remedy this. That's a good one. I will remedy this. This segment's paying dividends already, my friend. I, yeah, this is a great but like, segment. But so when people are saying, like, you know, uh, I made him an offer, he can't refuse. You, the, get the, the, you get the references. The, the horse head, uh, leave yeah. the gun, take the cannoli. I have yeah. no idea what that means. Oh, my God. So Luca Brazzi means uh, nothing to you. Nothing. Okay. No. Oh, my God. He sleeps with the fishes. Nothing. 
I just thought every mobster said that. (laughs) (laughs) They do now. Let me do this soon, ladies and gentlemen. I've not seen one frame of the Godfather. Any of the Godfather movies. Now, Mo, (laughs) I know we could be here a while. So just limit yourself to one right now, my friend. Okay. I can just jump on the two that, that, you know, you guys mentioned before just to get those out of the way. The Wire and Twin Peaks. I haven't seen those. Okay. Uh, but but for me, although I've seen I think one or two of the movies, I've never seen a TV episode of Star Trek. Oh, whoa! And that's like that's like nine different series yeah. uh, spanning yeah. fifty years. You've never seen and you had to have even just like being at my house and me having it on. No, you've wow. Oh, mo, wow. So you know that that brings up an interesting question. Okay, if somebody has never seen Star Trek and you say, okay, we want to. We want to get them started, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we're, you just, you start chronologically. Start with the original series. You got to start with the original series because yeah. you got to get. You, they have to be introduced to Kirk before you get Picard. Okay. Yes. You have to have Kirk before you get to Picard. Okay. All right, Mo. Well, listen, it's a date, buddy. Um, or you could go chronologically, like in real time, like uh, chronology well, then, with the Star Trek with Enterprise. It'd be Enterprise, then Discovery. Then Discovery. Well, no, if you do that, they're going to quit. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you, can't, you can't start. Mo, you got to start with Kirk. Yeah, Mo, you can, can you can you can you it's give us iconic of a, a character a Vulcan salute? Okay, all right. Not bad. Not bad. Right, good man. Ming, Ming, get 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 a shot of Mo here. Mo, throw, throw out the gang sign there. <laughs> Got it. All right, nice, nice. All right, good, good job, everyone. Um, all right, listen. I guess we're gonna get to our our parting shot, and here's how parting shots gonna work. Uh, parting shot. We're gonna go around the room. Anything you want to get off your chest, any topic, anything you want to promote, anything that's gonna be uh, uh, something you're excited about, something you're mad about, whatever it is. Your parting shot. No rules, Mike. You want to start us off? Wow, you're starting off with me. All right, we, 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 no, we, that's great. No, I'm I'm perfectly fine. Uh, okay. Um, what do I have? Um, you know what? <laughs> if you, I'm gonna take yours, man. Go for it. Go um, for it. If you guys want to have as much fun as we've had yeah. tonight, you come down to a shared universe podcast studio here in beautiful Edentown. Um, we're coming up on our holiday party. Oh, we have to pick a date and uh, not December fifth, please. Yeah, I know it's not December fifth because <laughs> uh, we, we're digging that. Hopefully, you're otherwise engaged. I am otherwise. I'm. I'm putting on my. Uh, do I have to, to supply my own apron? Uh, no, but uh, it's actually, I, I forgot to tell you, full tuxedo with tails. You got it. I'm okay. there. Um, so uh, Ming and I opened up this studio for everybody with um, with an idea for a podcast to come in here, and we help you flesh it out, and we help you make it a reality. So That's awesome. Come out and hang out with us. Awesome. Awesome. We've had a great time here, Mike, uh, for the last couple of years. Thank you f- for doing this oh with me. God, and uh, and uh, and and keep it going, Ming. Uh, this weekend I'll be in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Back home, Michigan, everybody at the Grand Rapids Comic Con. I'll be seeing uh, our friend Ross Marquand. Ooh, who, uh, we're just yeah. just uh, you know finalizing his possible appearance. Oh no, no. His it's not possible. His appearance. It's definite. Okay. At the Ross Brewing uh, launch party. Yep. And uh, I'll be there with uh, a bunch of other cool people. But um, 
Uh, it's good. To, it's fun, it'll be fun to go to a Michigan con. Michigan con I've not been to yet. I hear it's a great one. And uh, if you're anywhere near like Chicago, Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, Ann Arbor, Lansing, Jackson, Detroit, <laughs> South Bend, Indiana, make the short trip up. And do you uh, see uh, and like, like friends me. and family when you go out and do? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be I'll be hanging with my yeah I'll hang with my parents for a little bit. Oh nice. Tomorrow before I borrow my mom's car and drive to the great city of <laughs> Grand Rapids. I'm the only comic book man, and that includes Kevin Smith that has ever met Ming's parents. That's true. Wow. This is true. Okay. Wow. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah. Well, listen, have a great time yeah. out there. By the way, how was New Orleans last weekend? Uh, it was amazing. I uh... You have to listen to the Ming and Mike show now. Oh, okay. <laughs> now you have to make a commitment. Take an hour out of your commute tomorrow. No, I, and no, I did it right. Uh, so, you know, saw our buddy Ryan Hurst. Okay, and nice. And Cooper Andrews. And, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of cool people. Awesome. It was in the Big Easy, of course. Uh, you know, Bourbon Street, all that. Visited many of my favorite bars there. Ate a lot of great food. How was the weather? Was it nice and warm? It was pretty cold, Was actually. it Was yeah. it muggy? No, okay. No. Yeah, it was cold. It was in the it was in the um, the uh, the the low fifties. Wow, they wear a jacket. It's really weird. They've got this system down there. It's uh, my wife is in Louisville right now, and it's chilly. Really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. South great time. Well, lo- lo- looking at the the photos and videos you yeah. posted, it does not appear as if you slept for four days. No, I did not. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> by the time I got to uh, Louis Armstrong International Airport Monday morning, I was. I felt like death. I'm not going to lie, ladies and gentlemen. They wheeled him over like Hannibal Lecter. I wish they did. I wish they did. I had to get there under my own power, and I almost didn't make it, and the, the puking in the trash cans didn't happen, but it almost did. <laughs> almost. Almost. But I made it back. I survived to tell the tale, and I cannot wait to go back again. Awesome. The greatest awesome. city ever. Made of. All right, Mel, we're going to throw it out to you, my friend. Your parting shot. Cool. So, Kevin, it was a really nice podcasting with you. And you the, as well, my friend. For a long time. Yeah. Um, I am six days into growing my mustache. Uh, next week, I, I hope to have the Tony Stark look. For November? Uh, or is this yeah. a Movember? Or thing? the Mike Zapsic look. Yeah, from yeah from November. So, but uh, if they we, name we, a month we, after yeah. you, Mo, you have to do it, right? I mean, yes. they... Uh, absolutely, yeah. So I've got all the Mo gear. We've got a big uh, event happening at my at my uh, at my work on uh, November 11th. November 11th. <laughs> yep. And the last point, it's a little, you know, it's a little out there uh, in left field. I was thinking about the uh, the fantasy draft we had for superheroes, and just my own humble opinion. Mm-hmm. If I was picking from all those superheroes in the first round, I don't think I would take Superboy. Okay, okay so I get, what's the opposite of a hot take? I'm just... Uh, a freezing what, cold take? It, 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 exactly. It's Arctic a, take. Yeah. Is, is that somebody that you took last time? You're saying with hindsight 2020, you wouldn't take him this time? Is that what you're saying? I was just analyzing like, like of all the, the top tier uh, superheroes. I think uh, that's that would be definitely be a second round pick. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's. I, I don't know that, that another day. I know we've been holding that off. I yeah, that's. Like to see it. What's your uh, take on Superboy on Titans? Have you seen the take on Superboy on Titans? I think we have a, uh, a segment already where we have oh, the uh, confessions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so don't throw him under a bus. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. He, Sorry. He doesn't have the DC Universe streaming app. And uh, may I just say one thing? And John, I hope you agree with me. But Mo, you're looking very Klingon with your oh yeah your goatee. I can uh, see uh, original series Klingon. Yeah. Original series Klingon. Of <laughs> yeah, course. you don't you don't have cranial ridges. Don't no, worry. Okay. No, no, you're good on that, no. Mo. Yeah. 
It's it's early in November. Kevin, your parting shot, my friend. Uh, I guess the entrepreneur in me, I I have to shout out both businesses again. If you're on Staten Island uh, and you want to stop by for a drink, if you heard the podcast, stop in. I'll buy you a drink. Wow. Um, But if you have a Christmas party coming up and you're looking for a place to go, both places, the local and Liberty Tavern would be a great uh, great option. Another just one I'm going to throw in, John, because I know you kind of felt the same way. And this is kind of I did not like the Joker. Yeah. Uh, so the Joker. We talked about this a little bit on yeah, yeah, Facebook, but it's just not a Joker movie. I just have to say. That. If they had called it, uh, you know, Fleck or something like that, right? I would have liked it. Yes. Yeah. 100%. It, what, what, what I feel on it is, I, I, I've said it before, it was. To me, it was an unnecessary movie to make. Uh, given the talent involved, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is just right. a, I mean, he's amazing. A, he's amazing. But it was a quick way to make $900 million. Yeah. And now, for this standalone movie, they're already talking about a sequel. Yeah. They're talking about a sequel set in that Joker verse. So when there's that much money involved and you become the highest grossing R rated movie yeah. of all time, crazy. You know, some suits are going to say, let's do this again. Uh, so he- here's my parting shot. I-, I teased this a little bit before. So uh, I think about three or four weeks ago, we had LaDondo here on the podcast. And, um, and Chris lives out in Staten Island, and uh, and we talked about uh, Chad and JT, which are these uh, comic performers. They started out; you, you've all seen them. They go, they'll go before the Santa Monica City Council, and he's like, "Hey, dude, you know I'm Chad Kroger, and I'm here, and you know uh, we really want to get this Paul Walker statue, uh, you know, put up, <laughs> yes, or yes, yes, yes. Uh, you know, I want to petition the town to see if we can turn July Fourth into two days, you know, one day to party with your family, and you know, one to party with your bros and hoes." And, uh, you know, and they try to get gaveled down by, like, the city council leaders. But they're like, no, you know, we've got our five minutes and all this stuff. So they, they've turned this into a career now. And uh, and so, uh, so Chris said, hey, you know what? They're actually going to be in New York at Caroline's recording an episode of their podcast, which is called Going Deep with Chad and JT. Uh, I know they just passed 50,000 followers on Instagram, so just ahead of Point Blank. And uh, – <laughs> and, um, and he goes, it's going to be a live thing. It's going to be fun comedy. You want to go? I said, yeah, I'll go with you for sure. So Friday night, this past Friday, as uh, as many of you were out having a lot of fun, maybe at, at Liberty Tavern or whatever, I was home watching Hawaii Five O as I have for 10 seasons. And uh, I, I, I was just shocked because Chad and JT were not only on the episode of Hawaii Five O, it wasn't like a cameo. Like two weeks ago, uh, we let George know, Mahamba, remember, because they had the Rams appear doing a practice in Hawaii, and, and George's favorite and possibly the greatest defensive player right now, you know, arguably Aaron Donald, he appears, but he had like three or four lines. It's a cameo. Right. Not Chad He's and... in Magnum P.I. as well. Oh, oh yes, yes, that's right, that's right. <laughs> Chad and JT, the entire program. They they actually, in the end, wind up solving the mystery. They're on it for the whole hour. They're playing a, 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 high, a hyper-stylized version of themselves called Scooter and the Skis. And, uh, and you know, uh, it, it was great. I mean, I'm watching this Friday a couple of days before I'm going to see them in the city. Now, yesterday afternoon, Chris and I are texting, okay, the show's not until 9.30. You want to grab a bite to eat first? I'm like, well, I'm not on the vegan tip, but, you know, we'll figure it out. And uh, and Todd, Todd is on the podcast here with us. I, I, apparently, he didn't make it tonight, as we said. But, uh, but Todd, who's in Chicago, texts me at about 5 p.m. yesterday. Hey, FYI, I'm here in New York. Do you want to hang out? And I was like, bro, like, yeah. you got to give me more, more notice, notice than that, right? I said, well, listen, I'm going to this uh, this comedy thing with LaDondo. I said, 
here's where it is. I don't know if there's any tickets left, but if you want to get a ticket and join us, fine. So he wound up coming. He brought another pal, Greg. Uh, so we're, we're there with Chad and JT. It's it's laughs. Very, very funny. Very, very. And, and you know, they've got a couple of guys that are, are, are really funny on the podcast as well. They had a couple of duds, uh, maybe with some high school friends of theirs. and uh, But really funny. And then uh, afterwards, they're like, hey. You know, we're going to be going to the after party. We'll see you guys later. So we just go up to them and say, well, where's the after party? We want to keep the good times going. They said, oh, it's going to be at this uh, this place, uh, the rooftop of the Dream Hotel, the PhD the PhD rooftop, right? So we said, okay. They said, come on by. They said, you guys come. Uh, you'll be with us. So we wound up going to the after party. It's at this point, to your earlier assertion, that Chris is like, oh, Oh, it's, uh, 11, it's 11, I don't know. It's 11.30 p.m. Know. I'm a union worker. I've got to get up for my city job. And, uh, and you know, I'm always punctual. And I feel if I stay out too late, I'm not going to be able to be punctual tomorrow. No. Yeah, no, no. I'm not kidding. How do you leave that? These guys, he loves them. He How loves do you leave them. that? And, and, and so he, he didn't leave. So now the Dang. other three of us go. Wow. Go he, he didn't go. No. He literally, he, he said, wow. I'm going to go home. He, and he walked on the block. I don't caught, know him, but that's horrendous. He, he caught that, me, is, that is he, a party foul. Horrendous. Horrendous. He catches horrendous. the express bus back to Staten Island. We get into this. We get into this uh, party, and it's a kind of thing where you know where Doctor Venkman, of course, Peter says to Ray, "If somebody asks you if you're a god, you mm-hmm. say yes, right?" So we're in there, and then somebody's like, "Hey, aren't you guys on the podcast with them?" And we're like, "Oh, of course, of course, of course we are, of course we are." Uh-huh. So they put us behind these these velvet ropes or whatever it is, like literal velvet ropes, and then for the rest of the night. Anything we wanted to drink, anything they bring it to us. There's no fees. I even tried. I felt bad. All these drinks are free, and I guess they're on Chad and JT or their agents or whomever. I'm trying to tip the girl. She's like, no, no, no. We can't take tips. It's all part of the service, and it's great. So, uh, matter of fact, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Then you want to rub Chris's nose? And 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 that in that, I didn't even realize. I missed the last train back to Jersey, New Jersey Transit. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it was like, what's luckily there's here? a hotel below. <laughs> well, and- that's true. So, so since Todd was in town from Chicago, he's like, listen, I've got a room. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, he's cool. like, you know, if you want to crash with me, here's what he didn't tell me. The entire room, inclusive of the bathroom, I'm going to get to the bathroom in a second, but inclusive of the bathroom, the entire room was the size of this podcasting table. Of course, as, as yes. it is in New York. And the shower... Is in the bedroom. Was okay. it the hotel? Uh, no, no, okay. it was. Um, uh, it was. Your uh, hotel's pretty nice. It was uh, Moxie, Moxie Hotel. Okay, okay so it was a, my wife stayed at Yotel for the bar uh, is that, and said the same thing. It was, oh, was yeah, it, okay. Yeah, it must have been in a suite that time. Then <laughs> like the bathroom was separate of the room. No, so here, this. So, so now, and there's one bed, and it's not a king size bed. And it's not a queen size bed, okay? It's a bunk bed. I, no, I, I wish a bunk would have been a bunk would have been preferable to what this was. I'm guessing whatever is the size lower than queen full. So, so he said, "All right, guys, we're gonna sleep back to back, okay?" And I just don't pee on me or whatever, you know. Don't, and don't pee on me. and <laughs> was that a concern? Is that a legitimate concern oh, at this point? Your relationship was consumed. Exactly. And, and, thank All you. Right. All right, this guy gets it. Believe me. So, <laughs> so. Um, you know, we, uh, we, we, you know, pass out, whatever. 
I wake up. Talk amongst yourselves for a minute. I'm getting for okay. cut here. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> so you're in this tiny ass room. Yes. You, you, and, uh, you do have to be concerned about the uh, the urination, but the wet know, bed. Waking up in a wet bed honest, is not a fun thing. No, no. Believe me. I'm um, hey, as have I. I wait. I wait. That's not the first time. I've gotten wet on. So yeah. As have I. I wake up this morning. Okay. And when I wake up, these two things are in my pockets, the pants that I had been sleeping in all night. Okay? I've got this. So I said, no, I'm not happy to see you, Todd. That's a Ross Brewing tap handle. And this microphone, which presumably had belonged to Chad or JT. And then I remembered. This is this morning now. And then I remembered a whole other phase of the evening that I hadn't remembered and didn't tell you guys. But when I saw this in my pocket, that means I slept with it all night, which was really only a few hours. After we left, the rooftop. We had this microphone. We went around the busiest square in America, which is Times Square, and we turned turned the mic on like this. All right, but I'm talking to the mic. You can't tell right now because it's not connected to any PA system. But we went around just like Billy on the street or jaywalking segment. And at two in the morning in New York City, I would go up to people and say, "Hey, who's your favorite president? Uh, Benjamin Franklin or Sam Adams?" Okay, obviously not one of presidents. And we did all kinds of stuff like that with tourists, locals, and then they were talking. Wait, no, wait, hold on. Okay, wait. Okay, is there video of this? So that's the thing. I don't have any oh, video. Lost to the ether. This no one knows. I, I, this don't, ever I don't happened. have any video. No Todd one doesn't ever have. There was a third man. There was a third man. Nobody's been able to. That was Todd's friend Greg. Nobody's been able to talk to him today. So we don't know. A oh. is he alive? B does he have footage? But well, I, let's put it this way: if there is a murder investigation going <laughs> on right now, you are suspect number one. Oh shit! And Todd, number two. <laughs> uh, just to cap it off. You know, I have to get. I have to go to work. Okay, and hey, good news! I don't have a two-hour commute today. I'm already in the city, right? And I'm only a couple of blocks from work. Bad news: I'm in the same clothes that I was in yesterday. And uh, you know, I've been in this situation before. And the lovely Suzanne says, "Do you think anyone at work is watching, looking at what clothes you have? Just go to work. Nobody, nobody." I said, "I can't do it." All right, so uh, uh, always I, keep a shirt in your desk. So what I have in my desk is I keep a jacket and I have some ties, but I didn't have a shirt. So I said, "No problem." I'm going to walk right by Macy's Herald Square on my way to work. I'm walking by. They're not open at 8.30 in the morning. Right? They don't open until 10. Right. Okay. Plan number two. All right. I work in Hudson Yards. We have a giant mall there. There's a Brooks Brothers. There's a Neiman Marcus. The mall doesn't open until 10.30. Okay. So what, So someone says, oh, go back to Penn Station. There's a Kmart there. Okay. Now, I. <laughs> so first thing I'll say is. Yes, there is. I, I did not know there was a Kmart there. I've been using Penn Station for years. I didn't, first, I didn't even know Kmart was still a thing. Yeah. But, yeah. That, that Kmart's got like 75 cent sodas and the, there's a soda machine there. That's where I. Yeah. So. So. I picked up this shirt that I'm wearing right now. Very nice, by the way. For $6, ladies and gentlemen. $6, and you too can get $6 shirts. Now, let's see what it looks like after one wash. All right? <laughs> I may not have this shirt for long. No, it's you'll, they'll the be work, like, there'll what? be 12 buttons in the dryer, <laughs> yeah, right. and the rest of it's in the limp basket. But uh, but anyway, so that was my night with Ladondo and Todd and Greg and uh, and hey Michelle, thanks for tuning in right now at the end. Um, but that's it, folks. So I, we had a mail call. We mentioned one uh, mid program. We had another one from uh, it looks like Jerry Greenberg. No relation, I'm I'm assuming to Stu Greenberg. Apparently, he just watched an episode that we did four or five episodes with with when we had George Setti on. Okay, but this is not about Gaga or 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 the Rams or anything like that. 
He's saying, uh, great episode with George. Hopefully you'll have him back soon. He goes, I was sitting in my home like a slug, watching Point Blank and taking notes. When George inspired me to write and produce what will be two of the biggest hits of my career, I am remaking A Dog Day Afternoon, and it's a mad, 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 mad world. George, I owe it all to you, but not money, just inspiration. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank our guest, Kevin, for thank coming for having me. all the way down from Jersey City. Good to meet you guys. Next time Pleasure. you come... We want some of that food, I buddy. I bring food next time. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, uh, we'll move the microwave to the top of the list in front of like microphones. Well, yeah. we got to get a kegerator. I mean, I, <laughs> yes, I probably know okay. the kegerator is coming. Um, and and then and, and then for our part, we'll make sure we have some cider here as well. Perfect. Mo, uh, thanks uh, for tuning oh. in. I know uh, you're you're in a, a transitional state here. Uh, are you packing up your apartment? What's going on? Uh, I've got a couple weeks yet until that happens, but. Uh, yeah, I'm just taking some of the stuff that I still left behind here and uh, moving it out to California. Okay. And when you relocate, are you still going to be in Irvine or a nearby town? Uh, nearby. Right now, I'm hopping over to uh, Lakewood uh, on the way to uh, Playa Vista in a couple of months. Okay. Well, that I'll sounds... i Lakewood that's... for about six, six, seven months. Playa Vista. Reminds me of Del Boca Vista, but that's okay. All right. <laughs> Let's hope that Lakewood, California is much nicer than Lakewood, Lakewood New, New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Well, listen, thanks. And of course, thanks to Ming and Mike. You guys are the consummate hosts. And thanks to you, the Point Blank fans, viewers, listeners. Uh, a couple episodes ago, we hit a, a new high threshold in terms of live views. We had 1,200 live views. So it was only the second time we'd even broken 1,000. So we really appreciate that to get to 1,200. And, uh, and we've been paying more attention as well to our other platforms where we're available. We're available for download on SoundCloud and on iTunes. If you want to stream it during your commute, you want to download to listen to when you're offline out in the woods camping whatever you want to do uh, and we're seeing that those are now getting into the hundreds of, of views as well I'm sorry hundreds of downloads as well so thank you for that uh, follow us on Facebook Point Blank Podcast follow us on Instagram at Point Blank Pod thank you everyone take care have a good night bye bye